Thank you for joining us for the Women Inseparable Value Series, What's Your Why? Here's Jacqueline. What's your why? What's your why according to Psalm 119? We looked at verse 30 in the first video. In this video, we're going to look at verse 43. Psalm 119, verse 43. We talked last time about those passages that you fall in love with, that you have a heart connection with, you have a memory with, you did life with that passage. This verse is one of them. And it just thrilled my soul when I was reading through Psalm 119 and praying over which ones we get to talk about in this series. And this verse um, was chosen. That thrilled my heart. I love this verse. I clung to this verse. I had to learn how to use this verse in, in trust. This is what happened. Psalm 119, verse 43. It says, And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. This verse, I don't know how this verse came into my life other than... Um, the word of God is alive and powerful and so quick, and it comes to us when we need it. But a couple of years ago, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm working on a book and I'm working through a study on First Corinthians. And this verse somewhere in my study came up and came upon me and it was as clear as day. You have to memorize this verse. You have to memorize this verse. And to be honest, it's been quite a while since a verse was thrown at me that deeply for memorization. So I wrote it out. I didn't even have like an index card. I didn't have a card with lines on it. I had a ripped paper and I wrote on a ripped paper this verse because there was such urgency. You have to memorize this verse. So I wrote this verse on my ripped paper and I lodged it in a little candle holder that my girlfriend gifted me with. And it literally unattractively lodged in this, this candle. And she's a design by nature. It would have destroyed her to see what I had done with this beautiful gold candle. But scripture was coming out of it. And it was this verse right here. And I purposed to memorize it. And I did. I hid this verse in my heart. A couple months later, um, I started getting sick. Very, very sick. And this was just last summer, two summers ago. It very, very sick. And in this process of being very, very sick, I started getting neurological and muscular damage done to my whole shoulder and neck and jaw and side of my face and tongue and mouth. And to speak was virtually impossible. It hurt. It hurt to talk. It hurt to laugh. It hurt to swallow. Sometimes laying on my back, I would catch uh, my breath. I couldn't even breathe. I'd have to sit up and, and gasp for air. There was so much pain, so much pain. It just hurt. My smile, I, I have a huge smile. My dentist confirmed that the other day. And he didn't sound very nice about it. <laughs> I have a very large smile when I was going through all this pain, like to lift my shapely cheeks uh, hurt. It was like an exercise program that was past my ability. Couldn't, couldn't do it. And scripture was memorized before I lost my ability to talk without pain. And that verse was, and take not the word of truth out of my mouth. I held on to that verse. God gave me a life moment with that verse. I had no idea what my season ahead of me looked like. I had no idea what I was getting ready to face. God has called me to speak the word of truth. That's what it has called me to do. That's what I get to do. I get to open up the word of God with girlfriends. One-on-one, -on -one, 
small group, large group, I get to open up the word of God with girlfriends. I get to, I get to hold on to this, that the word of truth is in my mouth. It's what I do. It's my gift. It's my calling. It's my passion. It's my love. And I could not talk without hurting. My draw to memorize this word of God became a plea to my God. And I prayed this prayer for a year while I was hurting. I prayed this prayer. Please don't take the word of truth utterly out of my mouth. Please don't take it out of my mouth. You've put it in there. Please let me continue being a mouthpiece. At one point I was talking to my husband and I told him um, like this as I was talking <laughs> with such fervency. And I told Don, I said, if I can't speak, if this is my new, my new life, I need to go back to college and relearn sign language <laughs> because I got to get the word of truth out of me. And whether that's through verbal, through my mouth, through my tongue, or whether it's through the gift of using my hands, I have to proclaim the word of truth it became my verse. When it comes to the study of what's your why, the whole chapter of Psalm 119 and the whole word of God can give us our why, but specifically Psalm 119, there are so many verses in there that, in, that impact our hearts and find us where we are, that teach us where we are, that can implore us to look past our situation, past our circumstance, past our health, our marriage, our job, our emotions, our anger, or whatever it is. If we open up the word of God, if we open up Psalm 119 and ask God, God, I need my why. I'm over it. I'm done with it. I'm exhausted by it. I'm overwhelmed by it. I'm not smart enough for it. I don't have the knowledge. Whatever our sentences that we're always, we have these sentences that we match up when we talk about the Bible. Oh, the Bible. It, yeah, I'm not much of a Bible student or, oh, I'm just too lazy for that. Or we, we have these lines, don't we? We talk about the word of God and we always have this, like, let me put myself down whenever I talk about the word of God. But the fact of the matter is we have God in our hearts. We've got Jesus in our hearts. We've got the Holy Spirit indwelling within us. So therefore we naturally have an ability to gain wisdom and knowledge and understanding from the word of God. You have that, you have that ability. We need to ask the great questions. God, I need you to give me this ability. I need you to show me why I need to read your Bible right now. These are my questions and I need your answers. Psalm 119 helps us find this. Just looking down, we can look at verse 33 and work our way down this passage. And some of us might find this verse and hold on to this verse and see, this is my why. It says, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will keep it to the end. What is your why? Is your why to read the word of God so that the word of God can teach you? Oh, may that be our why. What's your why? Verse 34, give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Give me understanding, O God, that I may keep your law, that I may observe your law with my whole heart. God, that is my why. I want to read your word of God so that I can get your understanding, so that I can keep it and that I can observe it. That's my why. That's why I want to read the word of God right now. Lead me 
in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Oh, verse 35 gives us such a beautiful why. We don't know which path to go. Our life is a fork in front of us. Our decisions sit before us minute by minute, day by day. And scripture declares in verse 35, lead me in the path of your commandments. I don't know what to do with this fork, but I know if I read the word of God, if I sit with you, you're going to lead me in the path of your word. And I'm going to delight in that. And as I sit and I eat it up and I follow your path and I keep it and I delight in it, I'm going to see step by step. I'm going to look back and realize that fork wasn't as much of a big deal as I thought it was. Because just by focusing on the commandments of the word of God for me, by eating up the word of God for me, I see that my life naturally went down the path he wanted me to go. The direction comes in this book. Verse by verse, we can do this. We can turn these verses into a heart prayer to our God. Incline my heart, verse 36 says, incline my heart to your testimonies and not to selfish gain. Oh, some of us need this as our why. Sometimes we get together with the word of God and it's all for such selfish gain. May we not do that. May we do it so we can incline our heart to the testimony of Jesus Christ and to his law, his rule. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things. What is your why to read the word of God? Is it not so that you can set your eyes on this and not on worthless things? Girl, how easy is it? to focus on worthless things. Oh, and I'm talking to me. There's nothing wrong with loving beautiful, girly, sparkly, glittery things. There's nothing wrong with it. But if it oversteps your love for this and your time with the Lord Jesus Christ, then you are putting that first. May we put this first and then our sparkle. It's fair, right? Perhaps our why needs to be, God, I'm so blinded by this item, this tangible thing that I know is worthless. I know, Jesus, that when you come again, this tangible item is going to meet its eternity in the dust. Help me not set my eyes on that worthless thing. Because no matter how beautiful an item it is in our hands, compared to the glory of God and the love of our Father over us, it's nothing but worthless. What's your why? And I'm telling you right now, it is very, very difficult to set your eyes on God and not on the things of the world without this book. If your struggle, if your why is I need to reset my eyes, you need to reset your eyes physically into this book. And by book, it's bigger than Psalm 118. It may be in another passage. 38, it says, confirm to your servant Confirm to your servant your promise that you may be feared. Verse 38 is so powerful. It's so beautiful. And it's a reminder of who we are. As a child of God, we are a servant to the Lord Jesus Christ. And perhaps our why is I need to know my place as your servant. And I need to confirm to your promise to me as your servant so that I may fear you as my God, as my Lord, as my everything. What's your why? 
I pray that you'll join me verse by verse, not don't even join me, turn this off. You and Jesus sit verse by verse and find your why. Find your why that'll help you on Monday. Find your why that'll help you on Wednesday afternoon. Find your why that's going to help you in that board meeting on Friday at four that you are not ready for. Find your why so that scripture can go before your day, that it can go with you through your day. And you can look back at your day and say, Jesus, you carried me through because of your word. Verse 43 changed, changed a year for me and take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth for my hope. My hope is in your rules. For me, my why is so that I can know your rules. I read this book so I can know his rules so fully. So I have his word of truth in me so deeply. So when I do have the opportunity to speak it, it's ready. It's ready to go. I could close this book and with my calling to teach and my desire to teach and my love to teach and my opportunities to teach, I could go and do all of that without ever touching this book. How fun would that be for my Bible study, study friends? right? I've got girlfriends in this room and the shaking of the head and the gross expressions on their face to study the word of God with somebody who opens up the word of God without her touching the word of God is unattractive. It's bad. It's awful. It's foul. And it happens. It happens. There are those of us that are entrusted to fill our bodies, to fill our lives with the word of God. And we present ourselves to others as people that read the word of God. And we don't even taste and see that the Lord is good. How gross is that? I take the gift that God has given to me as a teacher of the word of God so personally. And if I don't, if I don't spend time in this, I have no right. I have no room to sit with one other friend with this book. I must, I must eat this and drink this with such passion so that when God says, I've given you an open door to go speak the word of truth, that it will utterly be in my mouth, ready to go as the spirit sees fit. I must get full before I feed others. That's my why. What's your why? We're so glad you joined us today. If you need prayer or simply have questions, email us at womeninseparable at gmail.com. You can find more Women Inseparable studies on various social media platforms.